Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Media Box Creative Podcast. I am your host, Edward Berrios, and my co-host, Zaya Mesquita. And we are here on episode number 17. Um, hope everybody's been doing well. Uh, how have you been? Pretty good. And yourself? Pretty good. How's this past week been for you? It's a blur. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think about it. It's kind of a blur. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're filming this, or we're recording this, um, usually a day, a couple of days earlier, yeah. Um, for this to be when does this drop? So, um, as of now, as of when we're recording this, I would have been. By the time you guys hear this, I would have shot a um, some real estate shoots this week, past weekend, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, hopefully they go as planned. No, no no break something that i i already checked if i was um the air was clear for droning mm. um so that it wasn't blocked off or anything and i'm good to go so what's the process for that uh there's there's well in the dgi app for the drones there is a, a search thing where you can go and plug in the in the city or the area where you're going to be at or the actual address mm-hmm. and then the map will show up and then you'll have like a green yellow or red Mm. Um, like circle shows the radius or diameter of if you're able to fly in that area or not Um, not or if you need permission Mm -hmm. and then i have two other apps that i use also to kind of double check Mm -hmm. um like today the the gi app was acting weird Mm -hmm. so it didn't let me check so i use um before you fly and then air map and this is for the real estate shoot that you're going to be doing that's is yeah. This is for oh, okay. um, droning. So anytime we're going anywhere to drone and we plan on droning or like if we're gonna go shoot a music video or shoot some type of a wedding or something, and mm-hmm. we they ask for drone, I usually look it up first. Mm-hmm. Um, that way, you can give them a sure. definite answer. Yeah, or I just ask for permission. Mm, um, I gotcha. can ask for permission, but it takes. I think it varies on where it is. Um, up to it can take up to two weeks before you can get approved to fly so that's also another area thing that's kind of risky mm-hmm. um because you got to get that cleared first before you can go and just take say, yeah i'll get them yeah and now they have it so strict to where if you don't have the clearance your drone won't even be able to take off really yeah it just won't like it'll just oh yeah it did that to me that one time remember mm-hmm. oh yeah we were in the red zone <laughs> we were out there at the ontario air well airspace Close in the yeah in, in their, their airspace yeah and so that like for that we would have had to ask for permission mm-hmm. in advance but we didn't even i didn't think to do it um and that's when i started doing more of the research because mm-hmm. um, then that happened to me when i went to do a a real estate thing too um Oh, and we were doing. That's what happened when we were in the when we were shooting for the, the headshots. Yeah, the one the headshots that yeah. we did in Ontario. Remember, you're like, oh, just drive up the street and try to fly the drone one, back. Yeah. And then I was like, all right. And then I tried doing it. Drone would not take off whatsoever. Yeah, and that's that's what I ended up doing when I did a real estate shoot up in um, the high desert. Mm-hmm. I was in the red. It was I think it was a yellow zone. Mm-hmm. And then, like, about half a mile down, 
um, it it allowed me to to take off. Mm-hmm. And so I w- drove to the shopping center, took off, and flew the drone to the house where I was at. Wow. Um, and I was able to get away with it, and uh-huh. it worked. But I guess in, it's not going to work in every situation. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I had to make sure I had to get all that cleared, and I'm good to go because that area is available. Mm-hmm. But You think there's no airspace there? Yeah, thank God. That happened to me at the last one where we were next to Disneyland, even though there was no airport around there. But I think Disneyland has like a a restriction. I'm pretty sure it with a fireworks show and all that other crap, and people probably trying to sneak over and see what's going on behind the scenes. They ain't trying to let you get in for free. Yeah, even though you're not there. <laughs> but yeah, so um, that's kind of what what I had going this weekend. I, I feel like I have something else that I'm missing. Um, I know I have three events on the 24th um, that I'm doing. Um, we got a decor, a fo- and two photo booths events going on, and then Same one day? of the, yeah, wow. and then one of them add, and then one of them added photography. Um, it's like a two-hour basic event for this church, mm-hmm. and they just want me to shoot some stuff while we're there. Yeah. Um, so. I'll set up the booth and then just take the pictures. Um, it's nothing crazy. But, yeah, that's coming up. So I kind of give you guys the details on how that went the following episode. <laughs> um, but, yeah, for for today, what we wanted to kind of talk about was uh, the, just our, our editing process. Um, and I know you, you brought this this topic up. So Who? <laughs> yeah, no. Well, when you had asked me what what could be a topic, I was like, you know what? I don't think we really talked about editing process. I mean, I know everybody has like their own their own niche on how they like to edit. I was like, I know one of my buddies. He like he uses a D, a DJ controller, and he just mapped it out to where each each knob is turned like either contrast, you know, uh, um contrast lighting you know detail and all that good stuff i was like so whenever he turns a knob that's basically what he's doing but he uses the uh lightroom classic i know that's how he mapped it out okay yeah Yeah. i mean for me i i mean i'll start off on the on the laptop like sorting out the pictures that way i can see like because i use two screens Mm -hmm. so i'll start off on the on the laptop and then edit off the tablet okay so that's usually what I do. But so yeah. let's kind of start off from the beginning. From so after it, after an event. So how long does it take you to pop in that SD card? <laughs> um, normally, what I like to do, what I got into the habit of making sure I do is, as soon as I get home, mm-hmm. I try to dump the cards mm-hmm. right away into a hard drive. Um, I use lacy hard drives. Um, this man has like twelve. Those are like my the orange ones. I know they're f- they're popular because everybody knows them as as the orange hard drives, um, and so I use those and I have them for each different one. So I have one for specifically for like media box creators for all the real estate and commercial thing, and then I have one for all the the um, podcast. I have one for just the podcast. <laughs> I got one for media box events for all of those the weddings and stuff we do there. Um, and then I have one for even like music videos and stuff like that for HV Media when we need to, when I still randomly get hit up for that. 
which as a matter of fact, I got hit up for like three music videos this summer, which is crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Trying to get away from it. Yeah, but yeah, hey, if they're willing to pay the price, then let's do it. Um, but yeah, so I kind of organized it that way. Um, and then the way I have my cards set up is for each camera, I have the, uh, I've customized each camera so that they're, they're named by the camera that I have since I have a, the a Sony a seven four, a seven R five, the a 6,500. And if sometimes I use my son's, um, Sony, uh, EV one, was it? Sony EV110 or something like that, E10 or something, whatever. Um, it's another, like, small crop sensor um, camera. And sometimes I bring it with me and I'll use that as well. And so I drag everything into folders and I separate them into photos and videos. And since I have it split up already within the different camera names, it just makes it easier that way when I just dump them into the, onto the hard drive, make a file for that. And dump them onto the hard drive, and that way I know okay which camera is which. Um, and then I kind of have a gear because I'll usually set up one camera with one lens and then the other camera, and I kind of keep it that way. And that way, I kind of already know if I'm looking for closer headshots or more portraits, most likely I shot them with this one. Mm-hmm. And if I'm looking for like the event stuff or whatever, most likely I shot them with the wider lens, or mm-hmm. depending on what it is that we're doing, or for video. And so that kind of keep it separated that way. Um, and then from there, I'll just, I'll probably take a day or I don't know when. But once they're off the card um, and onto the memory, uh, onto the hard drive, I'll, um, I try not to empty the cards out right away either. Uh, once I dump them onto the hard drive, I'll try to keep the cards full and i'll use a new another card that i have um if i happen to have like a shoot coming by Mm -hmm. um within like the next couple days or whatever yeah i'll try to throw in a new card and keep the cards without being used um just in case something ever goes wrong with the hard drive or something i still have them backed up somewhere um but i just bought that thing um a new a new storage. Oh, I forgot how many gigs is this one. I think it's 10. 14 terabytes. Damn. So what I plan on doing for this, for now, with this year is um, making a copy on the card and then making a copy on there and just having it just in case until I finish editing it. And then I'll delete the ones from this hard drive and then keep all the RAWs and stuff on on there as a compressed file. Um, just as a backup, just in case, because you can never be too sure. Unless you buy SSD hard drives, and then you're pretty much safe there. This thing's heavy as hell. Yeah, that's a big one. That's what she said. I have a, I have an 8-terabyte down here that's full. Are you serious? You <laughs> filled it up? <laughs> yeah. How do you feel? And then I have a 6-terabyte one that's over there from, like, the last two years. This one's pretty much all from, like, last year and the year wow. before. I barely even hit I have an eight terabyte, and I barely even filled. I barely filled up one terabyte. I still got like seven and a half to go. See, but I keep everything, all the raws. It's not just the f- complete. I mean, files. I do too, and I don't have mines. Uh, I don't compress mine. Mm. That's why I'm like, damn. 
But you also shoot video. I know. That's that's where it definitely filled up. Yeah. Once I got the A7R5, it's been killing. Which I've been getting on his ass because he doesn't use the full information. No. Now I am. Now I am. Now he does. <laughs> but yeah, so then I, from there, I'll as, f- as far as photos, I'll dump into photo Lightroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of my Lightroom now, um, for events, I edit on Lightroom um, CC. And so I'll dump it into Lightroom CC. And what, I, what I've done now recently is what, or at least what my recent process is, um, I'll dump it into there and then I'll share the files to Ez, mm-hmm. and then she'll call through them for me. Oh, okay. And then, especially because she just has that, the female eye. Mm-hmm. And so there was a lot of pictures that I would go and I would keep her that I would like, and she's, and she'd be like, uh, Hell no. Yeah, she wasn't a fan of it, or uh, she was like, oh, we just keep one of these instead of that one. Or keep this one instead of that one. And mm-hmm. so I was like, okay. So I was like, all right, well, that way also, so she can learn, um, I started having her just call for me. And then mm-hmm. so she now she goes through them. And then because I'll share the folder to her. And then she'll go on there and heart all the ones that she thinks are good mm-hmm. and keep. And then I'll go back in and delete all the rest. And then she'll go back in again and double check the photos as far as like the quality, if it's in focus and this and that. And then she'll heart the ones, the ones that she feels that aren't. Then she'll darken like black them out, mm-hmm. drop the exposure, and then that way um, I can go back in there and then um, I'll delete all of those or I'll double-check those and then I'll delete them. And then from there, we kind of get back to a, a decent number mm-hmm. to edit and then we'll start editing from there. Yeah. Um, I know you're faster at editing than I am, um, but I'm trying to get better at the <laughs> whole copy and paste and using and so um because before i would go through literally each photo and try to adjust each night and kind of map it and try to match them up mm. and using like the split screen with two images and stuff like that and so that's kind of what i would do to kind of make sure that they would match and blend i'd take one and then mm-hmm. i'd use that as like my i'd edit one exactly perfectly how i liked the skin tone and everything and then i try to copy and match mm-hmm. that um but now i've gotten into like editing one or two that's in that similar style like let's say i'm looking at the portraits mm-hmm. then um i'll edit one and then i'll copy the the settings mm-hmm. and then highlight the rest and paste them on and then from there i'll go back in and then um just adjust mm-hmm. to uh, adjust and it's definitely sped up the process um from there and then uh, I used to use Photoshop. Well, I still use Photoshop here and there. Can um, replace the sky BS? To my, no, not even just sky replacement. Sometimes to like just remove like certain things or clean up the photos or Fuck it, they got clean up face their wrinkles. Skin. They're keeping face wrinkles. <laughs> and that was another one thing there. Um, so we, so I, I'll use that. Uh, if I'll go into Photoshop. And then depending on what it is, sometimes if I want to be extra, I'll Sky I'll throw it into Luminar Neo. That's uh, another yeah. software, and then I'll clean it up and touch up more there because it kind of gives me more precision as far as like, especially for portraits because you can go mm-hmm. into like the, the eyes, really, and just like the white part and brighten up the white part or the teeth and brighten up the teeth and then brighten up the like the lips and the really? yeah. 
So you can I've break it down. I've never heard of that one. Um, and so I use that one for certain stuff, or depending on what it is, or so even some sky replacements mm-hmm. for th- with that. Um, and then from there, uh, Lightroom has started to use. The, they apply their on the computer, not on the iPad. Mm-hmm. You can go into masking, mm-hmm. and now it's broken down where you can mask like their eyes or their eyebrows and so oh, each thing. Got it down to that but now. it's. I don't like it. Oh, it's cool. But the other one, um, Luminar, what is cool is they use their AI. They use the AI processor. Mm. And so their AI is really good. And so I'd rather just do that because it's a little quicker, even though I have to um, send the file over to that one. But the good thing is that it, it works now with Lightroom and um, Photoshop. So I don't have to completely, like, Export one file and then take it to the and then re-upload re-inload, it into the other one. Yeah, I just send it from one to another app and then bring it and it comes all back to Lightroom uh, once I'm done. So depending on how picky I want to be or how much they paid, I'll go into, <laughs> I'll go into more specific. Biggest kicker there. <laughs> I'll go into more specifics as far as the editing process um, there, and then. Uh, once the photos are done, I will break them out into, um, I'll export them, and then I'll usually divide them all up into different categories, um, like the party, the pre-shoot, the um, the portrait sessions, family portraits, mm-hmm. stuff like that, and then that's how I'll deliver them. Yeah. Um, I've been using Google Drive, which is, I guess, frowned upon. Um, I from why a, is it? a lot of photographers, it's just because I guess they say it's like that's amateur, uh-huh. um, and it's probably not the easiest because I've noticed a lot of people have trouble like downloading the images really? from there, which I don't understand why. Like if, especially if you're on your phone, you just literally hold it down and it sh- pops up as saving camera roll, but maybe they don't know that. Um, I mean, probably because you mess with the app more. Or the software itself. I'm more familiar with it. Yeah, versus somebody who's never probably dealt with it in their life. Yeah, or not like this, at least. Yeah. Um, I know when you send me invites, or not invites, but... Um, the calendar thing? Yeah, the calendar thing. And then you're like, oh, everybody accepted it. I mean, uh, Angel was the only one that accepted it. And I was like, <laughs> you can accept it? <laughs> I had no clue. I was like, my bad. Yeah, Google does all that. Um, Let me go back and accept it right now. So click. So yeah. So um, that's kind of the way we've been doing it now. And then I also always usually I'll give a physical copy of the the final deliverables. Um, I will have a on a flash drive, old school, three flash drive though. <laughs> and then I'll have the flash drive customized um, for the quinceanera or the wedding couple. Um, How many gigs is a flash drive? And I'll have it engraved. Uh, I think the ones that I bought were the last batch that I bought. They were like 32 gigs. It was overkill. Damn. Uh, but it was on sale, and I got a batch for them. Because I remember and I, so I, I used it. So I, I was like, ah, right, whatever. I think I bought like 20, 16 gig USB drives. Yeah. I forgot how much I paid for it. But I get the like the wooden ones because then I get them engraved and oh, okay. all that stuff. Right. Um more and then so I have my homegirl uh, Etch to Elegance. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's her Etch underscore two underscore Elegance. I think it's her Instagram. Uh, hit her up if you guys need any engraving 
um, either wooden or even like on glass. She can do those as well. She's dope. Um, but yeah, uh, she usually will hook it up for me and then engrave them and all that for me so that I can give that as a, um, as just something for them to remember the, the gigs and get their stuff um, on the physical version as well. But soon, coming soon, we will be delivering via Pixie set um, as our website is finally being <laughs> completed through Pixie set. Um, and so hopefully that should be done by like next week or two weeks at the most. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my process as far as like a quick run through down the process before if, without breaking it down like literally step by step um and then once that's done i'll take that that folder um those files i'll compress them all into one and then i'll dump it into my like my expansion um or my stay, stay at home um big old hard drive which now i just got the the 14 terabyte so I'll be hooking that one up, and then that's where the rest of them will go for the rest of this year. And then clear out my, I think this one's a four gig, um, or four terabyte hard drive. Really? Oh, I was gonna say four gig. I yeah, doubt it. it's a four terabyte hard drive. Oh, okay. Um, so that's the the one I carry around until I'm done editing and stuff like that. I thought that bad boy had more capacity. Nah, it's just a four terabyte. I think four or five. One of these are four or five. They're four and five. I know this little one's a two, the one we have for the podcast. Uh, this one's a five. This one's a four. This man has, like, hard drives just laying around his kitchen table. Yeah. This is old, though. This is all music. This is all music. Literally all music on this one wow. from back in the day. Pretty Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. <laughs> um. But yeah, so that's kind of my process. Uh, what's your process? What do you do normally? Because I'm you're faster with them. Your turnaround time is way better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> but we won't talk about that. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, well, I just got used to it. Well, not used to it. That was, I guess, you could say that's the industry standard for like night, uh, like for. Like house music, techno, and all that. It's like events. Yeah, for that type of events, it's like twenty-four hour turnaround time. Like there was times where I would live concert stuff. Yeah, I mean, especially for the especially for the music festivals. I was like, those turn. I, I haven't met anybody who's worked a festival, but I've been told stories about it. How literally, like, once you're done shooting, you go into their you go into their editing room, and they just have tables with like outlets and, lap and your laptop is set up there and you go straight to editing mm -hmm. or like my actually I know I actually have met somebody or it's my buddy he shot for EDC last year for John Summit or the year before and he told me uh, he told me he's like yeah they're editing the editing process is insane that they would give you a memory card you go out and shoot get your shots come back give them that memory card and then they give you an empty one and then you go right back into the festival and they have editors there yeah they have editors but for him he was shooting directly for john summit so uh he was doing video so i don't know what was his editing process for that or what was his turnaround time i didn't ask him that but 
Yeah, I've heard stories of like people like up 24 hours just doing editing. I'm just like, because they gotta they gotta post a video or right. pictures by the morning time. To by show like, up. yeah, like eight nine o'clock, they already have content put out of day one. I'm just like, damn, you know. So I was like, I can only imagine how that turnaround time is. Um, but at least for the ones in LA and stuff like that, I would notice that a lot of photographers. Or at least the ones that were working with my buddy for his events, they were like, by like nine, seven o'clock in the morning, the photos were in already. Yeah. And I'm just like, damn. I was like, this shit just ended at five in the morning. How'd you <laughs> get it done by nine in the morning? Right. You know, I was like, their their turnaround time is insane. I think I've only done that a few times, where I get it done by like nine, ten o'clock in the morning, but I don't go to sleep. But that's just because I want to get it done, not because you know I'm getting paid for it or anything like that. I mean, I am getting paid, but not to that extent. Right, not for the rush. Yeah, not for the express delivery. Uh, but my process, I mean, it's pretty basic, I would assume. I was like, as soon as I'm done shooting the event, I'll come straight home, pop in the memory card into the, hu- into the hub. And basically, I mean, I love my setup. Uh, that's how I designed it to be because I have two screens. And so on one screen, I have um, on one screen, I have the hard drive open and I have three folders. I have basically whatever got shot that event. Like I just I dump it from the memory card onto the hard drive. And then there's another folder that's that one. I labeled it selected. And then that's basically like if I shoot a thousand photos, I'll probably pull depending on the event. I'll pull whatever images from those thousand dump it into selected. What you're going to keep. Yeah, that I'm gonna use, and then that folder that gets selected. So I go, and I go through all the photos. Like I just sit in my my little computer desk, play some music, and I just check every single one, check every single photo through like how the Apple laptop lets you view photos. Mm. So it's like I'm like looking at the photo. And I'm like, all right, next, next, you know. And if I like this one, I'll drag and drop it to the to so the like- selected folder. And then once I go through all the photos. And then I have, if it's a music event, then I probably should get like about like 50, 60 photos. Depends on how many DJs. If I'm shooting the whole event, which is five DJs, then it'll be like between 40 to like 70 photos. Total. Total. Out of that, usually, if I remember correctly, I think I probably averaged like close to a thousand photos for that. And then <laughs> narrow it down to 70. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. I was like, there's just so much that goes on. And, you know, sometimes the DJ's looking, sometimes he's not, sometimes yeah, he's, you know, doing some type of gesture, like waving at the crowd or like fist pumping, or I don't know, sometimes. Or some just have their face buried into the decks and don't even look up once. You yeah. Know? So I got to make it look interesting somehow. Um, take pictures of the crowd and stuff like that. So, I mean, there's a lot that goes to it. Or if I'm doing like uh, like this past weekend when I did the, the 75th birthday, I shot what a thousand photos, and I gave Clinton like two hundred and eighty-two photos mm. out of that thousand. So it's I go through it, so like what I need, you know, separate everything, like the ones that it's just gonna be raw files, period. And then it's gonna be raw files, and then uh, it was when you while you were hitting. oh when I hit it. Um, so I keep all the raws in one folder and then the, whatever I pick that I'm going to edit, it goes and selected. And then the third file is edited. So once I export it, it goes and gets dumped oh, into okay. that folder. So I have three folders for that. 
And then once I pick all my photos, then I dump it into Lightroom. And as it's dumping into Lightroom, uh, obviously it's uploading. And then I'll turn on my iPad. And that way it's as... It's syncing. Yeah, as the laptop is syncing it to the... What is it? Uh, the cloud. The cloud. The, the iPad is downloading it from the cloud. So it's like it's keeping up with it, with each, with each, each other. And then so by the time it's done uploading, the iPad has downloaded it so I can start editing. And then once that happens, um, I just start editing on my iPad. I was like, I've grown to love editing on the iPad, especially because of that pencil. Mm. I was like, because if you try to do it very detailed with the mouse, I it's just too hard for me. I was like, I can't get that precise with it. So I like using the iPad with the pencil. But I also have the Wacom tablet. Yeah, I remember you told me that. I have the Wacom tablet, but it's not the same. I was like, versus you looking at the actual screen and you drawing on it, like if it's a piece of paper, you know, you're tracing the outline and stuff like that, versus having the Wacom tablet and you're looking at the screen and then you basically have to... Trying to match. Yeah, so it's kind of hard. So after I, I bought the iPad and I use the iPad to edit, I was like, it's, it's amazing. It makes time... Uh, the editing process super easy, but I do lose out on quite a few features from like, like I use Lightroom CC. So I was like, I didn't know that you can select each masking tool like versus um, what I mean by that. It's like, you know, the eyes, the ears and stuff like that. How you were saying? Yeah, I don't I don't I haven't tried it on the iPad. I don't know if the iPad does no, that doesn't. now. Not yet. It lets you select the subject, but not to the point where you can select each thing individually. But like even that. then, like even on the computer now, it has where it does like AI auto subject detecting. Really? So where you can like, let's say you want to get like this cup. Mm. Um, you might not be able to exactly trace it all but if you just like kind of like scribble over it mm -hmm. it'll detect like the majority of the cup oh, and it'll okay, just okay. go the cup and it'll just select the cup and i don't i don't think the no iPad the ipad does that do just that. yet no they haven't updated the software on that um but i'm sure if they're going to soon oh, yeah, i'm sure if it's they're coming. doing all that stuff with um, yeah, especially with like final cut now being on on the ipad yeah they're gonna I mean, adjust that stuff on there there's so many different apps now. I mean, I've heard that the one that's super popular against content creators is uh, CapCut. A lot of people are using CapCut. That one's a mo that one's a mobile app. You can edit videos on that one. Yeah. And and, and a lot of, I know it's like very user friendly. So everybody's always complaining about Premiere Pro being so difficult, crashing and stuff like that. The photo uh, the photo um, app that I've been considering trying that I know it's more of uh, more heavy. And more a lot of more of the industry standard people um, use those, especially who use like medium format, like those yeah. huge expensive camera, like f photo cameras and stuff. Mm -hmm. There's Capture One. I've it's, heard of that one. It's a photography. Um, it's a photo editing software. It's, I guess I would say it's Lightroom's competition, only competition or mm -hmm. main competition. Yeah. Um, and a lot, of, a lot of like the big photographers that I that I follow. Um, they use Capture One. And from what I've heard, I have a couple of buddies who use it. I haven't really talked to them about it too much, but um, they swear by it. They say that it's freaking, yeah. it's really good. Just to get a little bit more accuracy on the colors and some of the mm -hmm. details and stuff like that. But I don't know. I mean, I, I like Lightroom. I like, especially because it's, you can, it you can use it within like 
um, with Photoshop, mm-hmm. and I can use Luminar with it. And there's other plugins and stuff that you can yeah. you can um, cross use. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I don't mind um, Lightroom. But I've definitely been considering trying out um, Capture One just to see. But I don't know if they have a free version of it yet because yeah. I'm not trying to spend. <laughs> He's like, I got enough subscriptions as it is. Yeah, I think it's like two or three hundred bucks. Yeah, so once I once I upload, I mean, once everything gets downloaded onto the uh, iPad, then I start editing. Um, I've always been told like, oh, why don't you use presets? Uh, I know how to create the presets and stuff like that, but I feel like every picture is still different, even though you can use presets. Yeah. Because what you use for the first couple photos may not work for like the fourth, fifth, or so mm-hmm. on and so on. So what I like to do is like I'll fix the picture like the noise level because roughly i mean for the most part my iso will stay the same throughout the whole event right uh or at least it'll be around the ballpark so i know how much noise i'm gonna have in my photos already from the beginning after looking at all of them i know how much noise is in all the photos so then i'll adjust the first photo like uh hold on let me does it does it on the iPad? Because I know on the on the computer on Lightroom CC on the computer, mm-hmm. they now have that AI denoise. Oh, option. I've seen videos about that. I I don't. Does the iPad have that now? I don't. I'm not sure. I was like, I haven't really looked at it to be honest. I was like, I have to double check it and get back to you on that one. I didn't because I was using the app the other day on the for editing it on the phone. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I don't think I saw it on the phone, but I think. I don't even know if the phone and the iPad are still the exact same. Yeah, uh, anymore. I don't think so. But usually, uh, let me see. But presets, yeah. I used to, I used to use, or I made like a whole set of presets that mm. I would, that I would use at the um, a while back. Yeah. Um, because I was trying to have the whole like have my style or my brand yeah and so i was trying to like do that when i was um oh, okay. going through hv media yeah, yeah, yeah and i'm like okay these are our, like heavy contrast um uh like mm-hmm. low saturation heavy yeah, contrast yeah, yeah. style like that's yeah. what that's our style oh, and yeah, this and that yeah, yeah. and so i would make presets and i would use them but yeah. it only worked for so many pictures yeah so i was like usually what uh so what i do like i'll and I'll copy the settings for the first photo and then I'll go about it for the remaining of the photos. So like what I fix is like the sharpening, the detail, the noise reduction, detail, color noise, detail, smoothness, and then go into effects, go to texture, clarity, the vignette, uh, midpoint, roundness, feather. Uh, and then I go into color to fix the temperature, you know, the tint and the vibrance, a little bit on the saturation. And then from there I go into like, um, the light part and then exposure contrast uh contrast highlights shadows whites blacks and then i fix all of that get it to where i like the photo at and then if i need to brighten up the subject and go and highlight the subject and stuff like that and then obviously the optics i turn on both of those and then from there i just copy the settings and then once i once i fix the photo i like it swipe to the next and then paste the settings and then for the most part um, the only th- real things I got to fix, uh, when I do that would be like the temperature, the tint, the vibrance, like, yeah, I just have to adjust it. Like probably like, you know, like five points at that mm-hmm. if so. And then just go to light and uh, to the light, either fix the exposure or sometimes the highlights or the shadows is too much. So it's like, it's very, um, 
minor details after that. But I could probably get like, like, if it's just a like seventy like between forty to seventy photos, I'd probably be done within an hour or two. And then when it's like that's crazy, bro. When it's like two three hundred photos, I'll probably get done like in like two three maybe four hours. But that's me bullshitting, like yeah. taking breaks, you know, getting on my phone, surfing the internet, or just you know playing some Zelda. Have like two or three Switch. days or something <laughs> like that. Uh, so it's like I finally finish. I mean, I could turn it around pretty quickly in twenty four hours if I really want to. But I'm like, I I can still do it, but there's times where I'm just like. Mm, I know I can get away with like a day or two, so then I'll just do that. And then once I'm done editing, then I'll just export it in the tablet, like export it onto the tablet. Everything gets downloaded onto the tablet because I've noticed for some reason it's faster exporting on the tablet and uploading to. I use Dropbox, so I was like, and uploading to Dropbox through the tablet versus exporting on the laptop and uploading through the laptop maybe because i don't have the basic laptop it's only at 128 uh, yeah i was, gonna say that. I was like my memory is only 128 your uh, ipad is RAM. faster ram is like eight gigs i want to say Ooh. and it's like nothing it's and then it's a 2017 model i was like and then the the tablet is what 2020 that's the m1 chip right yeah it has the m1 chip in oh it. yeah it's gonna fly yeah so maybe that, so I just answered my own question why the tablet yeah uh, exports and For uploads sure. faster, so that's why I do it on the uh, on the tablet. And then once it's done uploading, obviously I already know that the file is on Dropbox and I have my account linked to yeah both my tablets, laptop and phone. So then I just copy the link, send it to the client, and that's pretty much it. And then just go back. And then once I'm done doing all of that, then I go back. And all the photos that I took, I uh, drag and drop onto the hard drive. I have an eight terabyte. The RAWs? Yeah, the RAWs. I drop it into the the, fold, the three folders that I was talking about earlier. I drop it into that. It just however long it takes. <laughs> Sometimes it takes a couple like Twelve an hour. hours. Nah, it usually takes about an hour, hour and a half to like transfer all those photos, especially now with the with the Sony. Yeah, those mega was it sixty four megapixels? Yeah, perfect. Like those files are huge. This the Nikon doesn't take too long because it's like forty two megapixels, I think. Yeah, so it's not too bad. But that Sony sixty four megapixels, yeah, it takes about two and a half hours to transfer, like an hour and a half, maybe two. I'll, I'll time it next time I do it, but it takes a while to transfer everything. Once it's done, um, I just go back and delete the memory card, trash it, and delete it, and then start fresh. Yeah, that's pretty much yeah. That's pretty much how I do it. And then just as I'm doing all of this, I'm recharging all my gear. That way, I always know that I have a fresh set of batteries uh, for the flash. The cameras, memory cards are cleared and back in the cameras. I double check everything, and all my fo- all my files are labeled and dated. So if I ever need to look for a file, then I know where it's at. Exactly. Same thing with Dropbox. I have all my all my. Um, files uh named and labeled and then dated i mean and then that's, that's something it. i should probably do a little bit better it's, it's like kind of dating them better mm-hmm. having them in like maybe by month or something like that i think probably would be even better for me to do yeah no i i, I just kind of grab them and mm-hmm. then it's just like you look in this hard drive and it's just like files and you don't know what she's like when is when so yeah, but I think in my hard drive I should probably 
like just organize them better yeah no my hard drives my hard drive is organized the same way i have my dropbox like for example this file the one i just did this past weekend says coco's mom 75th birthday 6 10 2023 and that's how i have it labeled on my dropbox and on my hard drive yeah so when i go looking for stuff then i know where it's at and i was like i was like most of the time i was like everybody's events are always dated Mm. So it's like if they tell me like, hey, do you have photos for this event? I was like, what's the date? And then they tell me the day. And I'm just like, and I'll scroll through it. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, here it is. Boom. And I find it. That's smart. So I was like, because I was like, I don't. I was like, I mean, not saying I do a lot of events, but there's so many that go by. I was like, I'm like, uh, which ones are you talking about? I was like, give me a date. I was <laughs> like, you give me a date. I can give you an answer. And then they'll give me it like, oh, it was on this date. And then I'll go and I'll look at it. And then, sure enough, I'll either have it or I won't. I deleted it, and most likely, if it's deleted off Dropbox, then most likely it's on the hard drive. Yeah. Do you have any, like, advice or any tips that you think could just maybe make a process easier or speed up the process? Kill the um, bad habits. On, like, editing or just even organization on any of that? Yeah. I was like, kill the bad habits. What do you mean by that? So... If you usually BS a lot before getting your editing done, just cut, do your best to cut that out and just get to work. Like if you have a hard time just sitting there and getting to work, just do it and don't let yourself get up until you get done. What do you do specifically? Like I like I know we talk about it all the time. Like for me, yeah, I always usually end up having to leave my house mm-hmm. and go edit, like at a coffee shop. Oh, okay, or something like that. That's yeah. For me, I ha- like I. There's, I can't focus here at my house. Yeah, I mean, for the, uh, for at least for me, um, I I don't mind editing at home. Sometimes it's therapeutic because I like I'll find a a set from a DJ that I that like right now what I've been into it's called their their group is called Above and Beyond. So mm-hmm. it's like uh, kind of like trancey type techno. I was yeah. like at least lately what they've been playing. So it's like. For me, it's like very you know, it's when I want to get away from techno and I listen to it too much. Like that's like kind of like my go-to because it's like it's very relaxing. So it's like I'll just play it on my iPad and just start editing. I was like either I'll sit on the couch. So I was like our couches are reclinable, so I'll like pop out the the recliner. But I was like not to lay down on it, but just so I can like cross my legs comfortably and just get to editing. I was like by the time I realize it, I'm already done. So just find the music. Music helps. Yeah, for me it's music, or I'll go and I'll sit in the in the grass, and then I'll just mm. edit in the front yard, or in the hammock, and then I'll just start editing. I was like, I guess because I got past that point where I'm like, ah, I'm having trouble just sitting here editing. That's why I said I was like, once you get past that point, like if you force yourself to just sit there and get it done, you realize that it's a lot more easier. Like it, like you look back on it, and you're like, oh, that was easier than what I thought. Yeah, for me, it's for photos, it's a lot easier for me. And I don't know if it's just because I don't want to say I like to do it more, but sometimes it's more enjoy. It's easier for me to it's to enjoy it more mm-hmm. than when I'm doing video. Um, video is really difficult for me to to get it done um, just because like the create. I think because I have a vision in my head of what I expect or how I want to do it. And then if I'm not finding all the right shots to to get that in, yeah. it kind of discourages, gets me out of my zone to, to edit, and it just frustrates me. And then I'll just be like, all right, let me take a break. And then I end up just, like, not getting back to it till like, later on or the next day. Um, 
when I back in the zone. Yeah, when I do do videos, I mean, I haven't done too many. It's only been a few. It takes me longer because I'm trying. <laughs> I'm going back and forth watching YouTube videos and trying to figure out how to do <laughs> what I'm trying, like my vision and stuff like that, like how I want the video to play out. Right. I was like, I mean, I'm not efficient in Pro and Premiere Pro. That's what I use to edit videos. I wish I was, and I could be, but I slack too much in that department. Um. Like I really don't got no excuse other than that <laughs> for, like for not doing it. <laughs> but um, well, it, it takes me longer to do videos because, oh, like I said, I was like going back and forth through watching YouTube videos and stuff like that. And then my laptop sucks. So, yeah, it takes forever to process things. It wouldn't even play it. Well, no, it plays it. I mean, because I shoot even in 1080p. Now? Yeah, oh, I, yeah, I yeah, shoot yeah. in 1080p. Right. I was like, I don't use 4K. Everybody's like, oh, do you shoot 4K? I was like, no, I don't. 1080p. I was like, regardless, it's gonna, I was like, regardless, it's gonna get de uh, decompressed. Even though everybody says no, you can still fix it. I was like, I don't care. You can't even tell if you shoot eight, four, or you really can't. Not like, if you're looking at it on your phone. I was like, if you're looking at it on, through your phone, you could you could tell the difference through your phone. Yeah, but I mean, like your photo and stuff like that. But if you're looking at it through a social media app, I that's yeah, that's I don't meant. really don't. I I can't tell the difference. You know, at least speaking for myself, but everybody swears up and down like, no, 4K. You can tell. I was like, well, I'm not giving you 4K. <laughs> yeah. I'm not um, going to pixel peep to find out. Yeah. So um, it just takes longer for my computer to brought not longer, but it does take some time to like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Render. There you go. When it's trying to render the video. So then I'll get up and. Yeah, go do a whole another I'll, chores. Yeah, I was like, I'll <laughs> either wander into the kitchen looking for something to eat or drink, or I'll go and I'll play with my dogs, or I'll start playing uh, Zelda on the Switch, and then just wait until the video is done, or I get on YouTube, or I get on Instagram, and then the video is done rendering, and then my ass is still not back to editing, and then go back to editing, right. and then do the what I need to uh, like fix whatever I need to fix on it, and then render it, and go back and forth, so. Yeah, right now it's like definitely need a better laptop. Yeah, videos stuff. for me is definitely it's a whole different process. It's a lot harder, um, especially for like quinceanera videos and wedding videos, just because the way we're we're trying to do them now, it's it's a lot more complicated. There's a lot more pieces that have to be dug out, mm. um, especially on the audio department, um, having to search for the right music to fit the vibe of the event, and then just to fit the vibe to tell the story and and stuff like that and that's not even come that's not even going down into like full sound design as to where i want to get to um because that'll take a whole other thing getting all the sounds and everything for like just like the faux sounds of different stuff but that'll be the that'll be the goal um, eventually, to to start doing those type of things, but this man's over here trying to have a soundboard in front of him for that. I'm trying to make movies <laughs> um, for these clients, but yeah, but yeah, that's pretty much my editing process. I was like, man, I don't think I don't know if I'm missing anything else from that. I, I like, don't think I, so either. My biggest key, I would say, biggest tip is, is um, to make sure you do is uh, dump your cards as soon as you can. Um, as soon as you get home, as soon as you're done with the gig, if you're able, if you're not driving home and your partner's driving home or something, like, pull out the laptop and just start um, putting your cards on, putting all your images onto an external. Um, that way uh, you don't have to worry about it. And then you know they're safely secured because you never know. 
Yeah. Uh, you can get some type of you can lose your card or camera can break or malfunction and reformat it or even your stuff can get your camera back can get stolen or something gets stolen and now you're screwed and you don't have your cards um, and that event is done and gone and that then you're screwed um, but at least this way if you as soon as you get done you can dump your cards you know that they're safe um, they're on the SD card and then they're safe on the hard drive as well and that way all of that is is safe but that would say that that's probably my biggest um, my biggest tip for you guys um, and then make sure you're in the right environment and I think that'll help the That'll definitely help the the flow. Yeah, it's weird. Um, that'll definitely help the flow um, for your editing style. Yeah, I would say stay organized too, because it makes things so much easier to find anything. Or yeah, find the like, filing system that works best for you. Yeah, I was like, I got mine established when once I got my uh, hard drive and. It just makes things a lot more easier, and then it really does. Yeah, I keep everything off the laptop, so the laptop is just honestly the only thing that's really on my laptop is like the basic programs that it needs for it to run. I was like, other than that, it's a blank laptop because I need every bit, every bit <laughs> every of RAM, <laughs> every bit of RAM power of that poor thing can handle. But yeah, I was like, uh, even I mean, my turnaround times just in general with any type of event for that. I like it because the faster I get it done, the less stress I have. Yeah, I'm working on that. <laughs> I was like, because if I could get it, I mean, if even I, I, I tell them, I was like, oh, yeah, it's going to take me a week, and I get it done in a day. I was like, I have the remaining of the week to do whatever the hell I want. Yeah. I don't have this little... I got to go edit. I got to go edit. Yeah, I don't have this thing yeah. ha uh, hovering over me like, fuck, I got to get this done. I just get it done and over with and bada bing, bada boom. That's where I'm struggling, but we're working on it. We've already, we're we're getting the flow. We're getting the things, the, the swing of things as far as um, the editing process, mainly videos. Photos I'm, are never really an issue. They're always done mm. um, pretty quick, but those videos... <laughs> um, but yeah so uh, make sure you give your you make sure you want to give your turnaround time um, kind of even if it might take you longer make sure you give them a decent turnaround time that way you know that uh, that you can reach that goal you don't want to give them a time and then they're constantly hitting you up hey where's my video where's the video where's the video because um, then that just kind of looks bad on your end there. Mm. Um, so even if you got to get them a couple months out, and as long as you can deliver beforehand, um, then you'll look like you went above and beyond for them. Oh, hell yeah. You know how many times I get told, like, oh, my God, you got the photos done already? I'm like, yeah. I was like, I had some, I, had, I was like, my schedule cleared up. I just make it look like, you know, I put, yeah. the, I put the client uh I put you first. Yeah, pretty much. And I was like, oh, they love it. You butter them up with that. Yeah. And then you hope for a big tip. Yeah, they'll give you a tip. I'm telling you what they want next time. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so go ahead. Go get organized. Go get your files in order. 
Um, get your storage units all set up, make them look pretty and easy for you to either go back, uh, which is good because actually, as a matter of fact, um, just this past week, I had somebody hit me up asking if I had pictures um, from the family shoot I did from them in 2021. Damn. Yeah, bro. I was like, what the heck? She's like, hey, I wasn't able. She's like, my Google Drive link isn't working. I'm like, uh, yeah, because I was over like a year and a half ago. <laughs> wow. I can't believe she really asked that question. Um, she's like, is there any way you can upload them? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, well, that's uh, whatever. It's going to be 50 bucks for me to re-upload them and go and do, go from the archives and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, okay, yeah. But luckily, I had everything organized and saved mm-hmm. where I was just like, I went straight in and looked it up. I was like, family photo shoots, boom. Got it, re-uploaded it. Um, she sent fifty bucks and got the files, and then took it right back off as soon as she was done. You know, Actually, no, I let I told her I'd have it up for a week and a half, for two weeks, and then um, they will come down. So they should be. I'll be taking them down Monday. Was that a friend or a client? It was a client. Oh, see, that's the nice part for you because I got hit up, but when I get hit up, it's friends, and I'm just like, damn it. And I was like. Do I charge or not charge? You can charge them something, bro. I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start putting my damn freaking name on, on my photos because I'm not getting tagged on any of this. Oh, that's... On event stuff, you always add your logo. Always add your name. I don't have a logo. That's the problem. Put your name. Initial. Something. I was like, I'm going to have to pay to get a logo done so I can slap it on there because it's annoying. Yeah. Very annoying. I go to their pages and flag that shit. Stolen. Be pity about it. Yeah, stolen. They can't print. But yeah, so um, that's just you. Know, just this week, I forgot about that. I had prime example of a good reason why you should make sure to take that little bit of extra time, organize your stuff properly. Um, that way, you can easily access them in the future. And then, just like today, made an or this past week, made a extra fifty bucks just because somebody. Never okay. downloaded, never downloaded their photos. Forgot to download um, photos. And I had somebody else uh, ask me the same as well um, for some video. Or for, it was like a, I think it was a video of an old thing. And I'm like, no, dude, that, that video has been gone. Um, <laughs> and I couldn't even find the files um, for that video specifically. So I couldn't do that, but. Yeah, you never know when people are going to come back. Because they never downloaded them when they were told to download. Um, but, yeah. Otherwise, hope you guys have a good one. Um, it's late over here. <laughs> and um, we'll catch you guys uh, next week for episode number 18. Later, guys. Peace. <laughs>